Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 861, uh, a contender for the shortest page we've encountered thus far. It is not the winner. Uh, That's why I said contender. Deep wound to the gut promises a long, painful trip to the grave. A skilled physicer with the right equipment could make a difference, but I couldn't be farther from civilization. I might as well wish for a piece of the moon. I wiped my sword, sat in the wet grass in front of the tent, and began to think. That's the page and the chapter. I'm Nick. I'm Joanna. I'm Jeremy. And what what fortuitous happenstance that the moon should be mentioned on this page. Yes, I forgot to mention that the moon is lighting this scene with, uh, he says, almost a surprising brightness when it first appears. And of course, uh, oh, to wish for a piece of the moon, something completely unattainable, dot, dot, dot. Also, if Dana's the moon, is she watching? I mean, she must be, if she is. And if he's wishing for a piece of the moon, might he also, if he thinks he's going to die, uh, which he might think at this point, right? He's basically like, this. I can't see how bad it is until the morning, and it could be bad enough to kill me. And if it is, by the time I know it, I won't be able to do anything about it. So if he is kind of contemplating his last moments on Earth, why wouldn't he think of Denna? Why wouldn't he wish he could see her again one more time? Oh, that's interesting. That's very, that's, Jeremy, that's an uncharacteristically close reading you've done. Yeah, you infected me with your brain worms. (laughs) This is the fate of all of us who podcast. Yes. Is the grass wet with blood? I think it's wet with morning dew. Yeah, that's kind of how I read that too. Uh, I sure, sure hope so. We are also told on this page the consequence for a stab in the gut, and we know that there's at least uh, two or one one other gut stab person floating around here. So he stabbed Alec in the gut. He stabbed Tim in the chest, he, and he cut friend's belly open. Yeah, but uh, this is, I think, setting up both that he knew what he was doing when he stabbed Alec in the gut, and also setting up Alec's return. I think that's that's all we got. <laughs> all right, then. Jordana, do you want to say anything? Yes, this is the end of a chapter. This chapter was called Black by Moonlight, which feels like um, it's like a title based on the fact that it is dark subject matter. Is this title in the chapter? Yes. He describes blood as being black in the moonlight. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's true. That's right. Jeremy, your close reading skills have really improved. They were always there. He was just unwilling to share. Yeah, I resent them. <laughs> I'm like John Wick. You know, I, I buried that under concrete in the basement of my house. <laughs> yeah, we were busting out Ulysses and be like, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Uh, the, the joke I wanted to make at the beginning of this chapter is that Quoth is joining a very select club along with Sokka uh, of Girlfriends Who Became the Moon. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> we have a letter today, and for, for for once, a relevant letter. Burn on all our other letters. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what Nick means is that it's relevant to the direct page that we're reading. Yeah, sure. Yeah, or at least relevant to the chapter that we're reading. This is from Bill over the Discord, who writes, Hello, readers. I'm not sure if I got the timing right sending you this, but here it goes anyway. Turns out you did. Part one. For some reason, I'm really interested in trying to figure out when Quoth knows the Rutroop he finds is false. As you're reading through, when do you think he knows? When do you decide? When does he decide to take action against them? Part two, maybe at the end of the sequence, I think Quoth knows before he even sees the wagons that they aren't raw. 
He's drawn in by a fire that's smoking. Rob burn rental wood precisely so they won't be discovered on the road by smoke. And we know Kvoth suspects something because he sneaks past the guard the troop had set up. If he believed them to be genuine, Ra, he would have no reason for deception. I think as soon as he's greeted with a layer of hostility, Kvoth decides he's killing everyone. It only happens to turn into a rescue story by chance. So looking back, when do you think he realizes and decides? How many other false Ra troop has he murdered and not told us about because they aren't heroic in some way? Maybe I'm drawn to this question because it implies significantly more depth to the unreliable narrator facet of Quoth than the gaps in the honesty we've encountered before. Or maybe many of the tales we've heard are more sinister than we realize because of Quoth's omissions. Thanks again for the wonderful podcast. All that's good. Signed, Bill. So I am aligned with you that I think even before he encounters them, as soon as he sees the smoke, he knows something is up. I don't think he decides to kill them until he meets the girls. I think he was going to poison them, and I think he was going to do the branding on them. I think he was going to give them the broken circle so that they could no longer go around pretending to be Ra. And then as soon as he met the girls, he went, okay, it's uh, murder in time. Yeah. But I think if he was going to kill them outright, he would have just poisoned the stew with something deadly. Jordana? Okay, wait. First, on the letter, I think that's really cool. I hadn't really considered that Quoth uh, would have seen the fire and, like, the, the whole Rentalwood thing. I think that's very interesting. I'm here for it and uh, would like very much to believe that. I think it's very interesting and I like it. Um, I honestly, I did not think that deeply about when Quoth figures this out. Although I, I don't think that necessarily him finding out that they're a fake Ruh troop and him deciding to kill them happen at the same time. I think those two things do occur in succession, but I don't think they happen at the same time. Um, yeah, I don't think that impersonating Ra is, to quote, a capital offense. I think it is a offense punishable by maiming. I think he was ready to poison them and brand them. Yeah, but I do not think he was ready to do the capital punishment until the girls came out. Yes, I also feel that way. I feel like no one was going to actually die until he met the girls. But definitely they were not going to have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know what? He kept his oaths. Uh, no one who enjoyed the stew. Quoth says, anyone who doesn't enjoy this is hardly part of the ra. Uh, and of course, they don't enjoy the stew. And he also says, you will never make a better deal than the one you make with me tonight. And uh, they do not. He keeps all of the promises he makes to them, as we'll find out in the next chapter. Just to quickly answer Bill's question, I think you'll see, if you've been listening to the last couple of chapters worth of episodes, I think we do somewhat disagree on when Quoth knows for sure what they are and what he decides to do. But I think we all agree that the fate of this troop is 100% sealed once Quoth realizes the girls are involved. Absolutely. And listeners, your fate is sealed to listen to us tomorrow on another page. Uh, the Wind. Wind.